show us something like the version from Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? Don't really like to get too deep into politics, but at the end of the day, that's what's making this whole world spin is the political backdropping ideas of people in power. And so that means you gotta take your ability to vote to decide who gets that power. The election is coming up soon, you know what I mean? And if you care about Black Lives Matter, healthcare, uh, the justice system, and things of that nature, then you gotta go out and vote, yo. I mean, you gotta go continue to grind and continue to work every day in, in, in your struggle, right? But let your voice be heard too. Excuse me, Mr. X? Um, hi, I, I've read some of your speeches and I honestly believe that a lot of what you have to say is true. And, and I'm a good person in spite of what my ancestors did. And I just, I wanted to ask you, what can a white person like myself who isn't prejudiced, what can I do to help you and further your cause? Nothing. music and dancing. Make them the star of the show with the Flip Flop, a real synthesizer beatbox that lets kids master their own groove. With a push, pull, or press of the controls, they can produce their own music just like a real DJ, while the colorful light show really gets the party started. Buenos tardes, amigo. With hundreds of built-in melodies and a professional sound synthesis, Hola. the Blip Blocks never repeat. My good friend. So the vibe is always fresh and new. Cinco de Mayo's on Tuesday. Advanced features like MIDI input and an audio output. And I hope allows the Blip Blocks to grow with your child. We'll see each other. Again, from toy to a real studio production tool. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow Tea, a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. John Reed. 
You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom, baby. Yeah. It's me. It's your long-lost pal. It's been, what, three weeks since my last confession? Hope you guys are doing okay. In the background, we're, we're listening to my friend Tim Bowers, a.k.a. DJ Roots, off of his new record called Bubble Station. This track is entitled Phase 90. And then we'll hear Unicorn, two for twos, two for Saturday. My opening monologue, as always is sponsored by Winslow Tea, because that's how you know it's Winslow. I'm drinking it right now. That's lukewarm. Still good. Still great. Please hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know. And steep into the conversation, man. Why don't you? You're getting nervous. So, I want to tell you about what's been going on with me, but before I do that, how about that mashup? Who do we hear from? That was a good one. So we did the mashups part two and mashups three these past two weeks. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Looking back at at all the fun memories of how we descended into COVID hell in a police state. It was fun. No, but there were lots of laughs as well. And kind of putting that together... I realized something. I realized something, guys. That the the real great moments of the mashups, to me, as a listener, are when there's like three things happening at once. It's, it comes, becomes 3D. I can't stay two-dimensional. I gotta juggle. Right? That's, that's when the juxtaposition really starts popping. So I tried to take what I've learned and put it into mashup 61. We heard from I the end of Careless Oh there's you know, so the song Careless Whisper. Should I dance again? And then the everybody talks about that. But what about the the like kind of Roomba ending of that? I really noticed that recently. So I threw that in there. And on top of that, we, we heard Bjork from her old album Vespertine, which was my favorite of Bjork's records. And Bjork tells us that it's not meant to be a strife. It's not meant to be a struggle uphill. If only it were that simple, Bjork. But we, I mashed those two things up. What else did we hear? We heard um, from the RZA talking about voting. Wu-Tang Clan, forever. We heard the beat from Mr. Wendell by Arrested Development, overlaid on top of the NXS song, Mediate, their rap song, which is, I can't tell if they were being silly with that one or they thought that was cool. Either way, it's wild, weird, wild stuff as... Johnny Carson would say. We heard from (laughs) 
a scene from Malcolm X where the white woman comes up and says, what can I do to help your cause? And Malcolm X says, nothing. I always remembered that as more harsh. I I thought he said, kill yourself, but he did not say that. He just said nothing. But later on in the movie, lest lest I just, uh, you know, conveniently edit the message, Malcolm X had a repeat situation. And he tells this other white woman to get organized, talk to people who think like you, make the world a better place, one burrito at a time. You remember that ad, Asheville People? Neo Burrito? We heard from Blipbox, and thank you to Salim for <laughs> sending me the, the it's a Blipbox ad. Turn your little two-year-old into a DJ, why don't you? We heard from uh, Losing My Religion, just a moment of it, by R.E.M. There's a, uh, it was a podcast, and now it's a TV show called Song Exploder, where they get artists to break down their songs, how they were made, and that episode was, was pretty good. It's a pretty great song, right? We heard from Ween, Hola Mi Amigo, Hello My Good Friend. Cinco de Mayo is on a Tuesday, and I hope that I'll see you again. I had a poetry teacher when I lived in Mexico, and I went to school for a semester, and he taught me something simple but very true. Poetry is supposed to sound good. <laughs> it's supposed to sound right coming out of your mouth, and he gave he always gave that that kind of quatrain. Is that a quatrain or a couplet? Depends on how you slice it. But he always gave that song as, as an example. Every word's in its right place, and it's fun to say. And it doesn't have to rhyme, but I learned that. I think the French would call that the mot juste, right? Oh, and we heard dooby dooby doo from Strangers in the Night most ridiculous scatting of all time from old Frank Sinatra and I'll get to back to Frank in a minute but this is like race to the bottom 101 right just back to basics why do they call it 101 is it cuz like when you have that class like psychology 101 it's that's the room number too why isn't it just a one cuz that's how they do floors right 101 102 is first floor correct? Call in 718-928-9732. Still remember the number. One day we'll call a call again. But yeah, went to Maine with my wife and it was amazing. Love Maine. I'd never been there in the fall. Did a bunch of exploring, nature stuff. Going to Acadia National Park. And uh, throw that in the recommended. Place is amazing. But it was so different. I know some of you listeners have cars, but I gotta tell you, the car, the car life is makes COVID completely different than when you like live in a city like New York and you just take public transportation. You go everywhere on foot. When you've got a car and you can kind of tool around. 
it's 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 much easier to kind of forget there's a pandemic happening. Keep your distance. Keep the mask off in the car. You guys are lucky in that way. New York City, it's like right in your face all the time. From the time you leave the apartment till the time you get back. Mask on. Been having my mask to like elastic where it goes behind your ear. It's been cutting me. Like LBJ's trousers. But yeah, we would we would go and explore the park during the day and come back and make dinner and watch movies and Netflix and read. Almost done with Savage Detectives. I'll talk about that in a second, but for some reason I I felt myself gravitated to watching music documentaries and I finally watched the Bob Dylan No Direction Home thing that Scorsese did, which is mostly about him, Bob Dylan's kind of beginnings in becoming like a superstar voice of the generation and then going electric and how people revolted against him doing that and felt disillusioned by his kind of refusal to be the spokesman of the 60s. And my favorite part of that documentary was Allen Ginsberg. He's the best. We had him talking. And and Dylan as well. I don't know how long ago that was made. I think it was made relatively recently, but all the footage looks so 90s. Why is that, Marty? But it's good. It's like three hours, though. But they, they play a lot of other kind of contemporary music at that time and a lot of Bob Dylan's influences and kind of stuff you've never heard before or I'd never heard before, which was a good contrast to, you know, Bob Dylan's song after Bob Dylan's song. Then we watched um, Above Us Only Sky, the John Lennon-Yoko thing that's mostly about them making Imagine, the Imagine record. And man, what a complicated dude. I grew up a, a John Lennon guy. He was my favorite Beatle, one of my favorite people. And speaking of 90s footage, 90s, the 90s were very big on like, like the peace sign, right? Peace. And tons of like unadulterated 60s nostalgia. Then you grow old and you kind of hear more about John and how he was, you know, beat his first wife and was kind of a phony about a lot of his political stuff. So then I was kind of down on John for a while and then I watched this and it's just complicated because it's also very beautiful and there's a lot of um, really heartfelt reality of his relationship with Yoko and stuff. So it's that cognitive dissonance that makes things interesting, right? And then we watched, I'd watched the first half, watched the second half of this, that Frank Sinatra documentary. And oh boy, it's wild, weird, wild stuff, as Johnny Carson would say. Most fascinating, they do a whole section about him and Kennedy and how he threw his support behind Kennedy and then kind of got his mob connections to kind of help Kennedy win West Virginia and Illinois. And then when Kennedy was elected, people kind of figured out about it and 
the Republicans were going after him. We get after Omelette Bar for politicizing the Justice Department. You forget, JFK appointed Bobby, his brother, <laughs> and to and basically had to try to squash any of that investigation. But not only did they do that, then Bobby Kennedy turned around and went after the mob, these same people who got helped to get JFK elected. And and then they kind of uh, disowned Sinatra, which I think is part of the story about Sinatra becoming a, a Republican eventually. Crazy. Crazy stuff. So that was that was fun, catching up on some documentaries and we watch Shit's Creek and I'll say I'll save my thoughts on Savage Detectives but I want to talk to you guys about this book maybe next next week maybe I can make make that up to you though by a segment of the show that we'll now do called Recommended it's a So you'll hear one of the songs at the end of the show today, but Crackle and Woe, who wrote and performed the Race to the Bottom theme song, best theme song of, of any show on the radio, TV, or podcast. They've got a, a new record out, and I think I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to talk to Amy next week, catch up with her. It's called Tucked Away. And uh, so we'll, I recommend it, and we'll we'll talk more with Amy. And you'll you'll hear their cover of "Eye in the Sky" at the end of the show. Also, we've we heard my buddy Tim Bowers. Check out his album "Bubble Station." It's good. It's on Spotify and the things. I learned to play music with that dude. And he's a friend of the show, therefore a friend of yours. And, and then I've got one more recommendation. This is a cooking recommendation. So during COVID, I've been trying to figure out the the best possible pizza scenario, homemade pizza. And it's hard to do pizza at home because, you know, the oven can't really get hot enough and it's, and it's just not the right setup. But I was, you know, we're trying to be um, authentic or, you know, tasteful. So we get the the Mott's balls, you know, and then break up the mozzarella cheese, the good stuff. But um, I think it was getting in the way the whole time because that mozzarella is supposed to be used on a pizza where you're putting it in like a wood stove, wood wood fired oven, in and out. Uh, that's, you know, that's like five, 500, 600 degrees. You cook it on the stone. For four or five minutes and take it out but if you do a pizza in your own oven with that kind of cheese it turns like gray and gross so I was taking it out too early as far as when the dough was cooked guys so my recommendation to you is go with the sh- just the pre-shredded mozzarella cheese I know it seems a little bit uh, less foodie, but it works better for for homemade pizza, okay? So let's do a round of sound. 
We're going to hear uh, some Elliot Smith, Independence Day. Beautiful song. I don't love all Elliot Smith, but this is, this is one of my favorites, and it's been in my head. And I think it, it feels good for this time of year. Then, from music of my mind, we'll hear Seems So Long, Stevie Wonder, the musical genius. And then finally, it was his it would have been his 70th birthday a few days ago. We listened to a lot of him on the on our car on our car trips back and forth from Maine. Let's listen to "Learning to Fly" by Tom Petty. Oh, and um, R.I.P. Keith Jarrett. We'll do we'll do more of a full full throated Keith Jarrett tribute next week. And after this round of sound, we're going to talk to my buddy Parr, who's got a new show starting on. Race to the Bottom on Wednesday at 2 and it's called Audio Atlas we'll hear all about it but something great that that part is is also involved in is he's doing these kind of like um, they're kind of like tiny desk concerts online where he has different great musicians perform and it's interspersed with footage from around the world about um, about the climate crisis. Kind of beautiful and disturbing footage from the Years Project. And on November 1st, 8 o'clock, Jamie Branch, who, who you'll hear in the background. I didn't know about her, but uh, she is a jazz musician that Parr convinced me I, I need to learn about. And November 1st, 8 p.m., Years Project Facebook page or Parr's company or organization, Climate Control Project, will be hosting Jamie Branch. Um, so check that out, and like Parr says, on November 3rd, vote climate. All right, let's do this round of sound.
Lady love and lady care The lady went away And left me all alone to suffer And now I feel it's not fair For me to fall in love The truth is though on me You must uncover Seems so long Since I heard the sound Been so I trusted in someone else Had to see it all for myself It's been so long That the world seems cold But I think it's time Lady love and lady stayed Until she was too pleased She knew I wouldn't leave For her to suffer I'd never make her suffer I believe you're just like me And that you understand You want me for your man To always love me You can believe it seems so long Since I've touched the wanted hand Oh, oh, oh. seems so long Since I trusted in someone else I had to see this world for And it's been so long That the world seems cold Now I think I've found Someone to make me trust in
to start it out Down a dirty road Start it out All alone And the sun went down As across the hill And the town lit up The world got still I'm learning to fly But I ain't got wings Coming down Is the hardest thing Well the good old days May not return Rocks might melt And the seed may burn I'm learning to fly But I ain't got wings Coming down Is the hardest thing here with with my friend par longtime friend who i knew as my next door neighbor that's true way back in the day yeah 
you had kind of a, um, a definite Seinfeld where there was a Seinfeld thing going on uh, in your neighborliness, which I really appreciated. Yes, I was sort of the, the Kramer yeah. uh, to your guys' apartment. Yeah, sometimes we would just yell through the walls, Par! And try to get you to come over. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. In Asheville, North Carolina, of all places. I mean, and now we're both in uh, in New York City. Yeah, just Oof. a few, few miles from each other. Who to thunk it? And now we're on uh, this, the same radio station, or, or we we will be shortly. Our, your show's going to be on Wednesday, as we're listening to this. Yes, October 28th at 2 p.m. is the the first episode airing of my radio show on Radio Pre Brooklyn. And it's called Audio Atlas. Audio Atlas. Love the love the name. And Thank you. and true or false, your your show is is a somewhat of a travel log of the places and people who uh, around the world who make great music and then kind of investigating or, or just exploring how climate change is affecting their communities. Yeah, that's correct. It's I, you're I supposed like to, to think say it's, true. <laughs> well, that that's correct. Seemed like a, a <laughs> synonymous with, with true. Okay, okay. So, okay. So let me start again. True. <laughs> I, think of the way that the show is structured i think of music as being the gateway to talking about how climate change affects a particular part of the world yeah and the organization that i founded not that long ago climate control projects we're using popular culture or working within popular culture to create awareness accountability and actionable solutions around climate change and so the music becomes this gateway to discussing how climate change is affecting that region of the world so for example the first few episodes i'm gonna be focused on brazil i'm gonna be playing great music from brazil and so tune in if you want to hear great music from brazil but as we're playing that great music from brazil we're going to use that as a gateway to talking to a, a very incredible climate activist her, uh, young woman working in the climate movement in brazil a boots on the ground individual there about how climate change is affecting where she lives and how the organizations that she's involved in are working to help to try to fix those problems it's one of the best ideas for a radio show i've ever i've ever come across in my life par it's, it's well, great thanks i appreciate that yeah I, ca I can't wait wednesdays at two so you and i both share the this, this same favorite musician that's true yeah which is which is jay balvin <laughs> <Jay Balvin>. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you tried the jay balvin meal yet at mcdonald's <laughs> well yeah but i was a little disappointed with the toy the jay balvin toy that came to happy <laughs> meal i thought it was a little disappointing have you seen these uh there was the travis scott meal and then the jay balvin meal they're doing these 
these McDonald's um, like cross promotional meals? No, I actually thought you were being facetious when you said the J Balvin meal. I didn't realize that was a real thing. Yeah, it's a Big Mac, no pickles, um, medium fry, and in, for a drink, it's like a like a Oreo flurry or whatever that equivalent at McDonald's is. Wow, isn't that sick? <laughs> yeah, that is. Hola, soy J Balvin, and I'm dropping my McDonald's order. Let go. Hey, Big Mac. No pickles, please. There you go. Medium fries? Come catch it. And I know you're my glory. Of course. The J Balvin meal. Get it on the McDonald's app, and the McFlurry is on me. I'm loving it. No, it's so anyway, long digression. It's not Jay Balvin. It's John Coltrane, right? Yes, absolutely. Definitely my favorite musician of all time. Uh, what's your current um, go-to Coltrane album? Um, you know, actually, um, the, the one that I was listening to the most recently was actually Ole Coltrane. Love it. You know, and part of the reason is, you know, and I'm sorry because I don't mean to make this all about plugging my radio show, but um, part of the reason is as I was preparing different, let's call them genres for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. um, for the radio show, I wanted to do one radio show focusing on what's uh, been called ethno jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is sort of this loosely defined subgenre of jazz where you know let's say jazz and world music meet mm-hmm. um, and John Coltrane has is been very much seen as sort of the the godfather um, of, of ethno jazz and Dahomey dance mm-hmm. um, which is you know one of my favorite John Coltrane songs you know partially just because it's a great song partially because it's with the classic quartet which is my favorite mm-hmm. coltrane band and then partially because it also has the addition of eric dolphy who's also one of my favorite yeah. jazz musicians you know when it, when it's the john coltrane quartet plus eric dolphy and it's the, the five of them it's just unbelievable and dahomey dance has been it, it is considered one of the sort of key cornerstone tracks you know of, of ethno jazz of sort of in this case, where jazz and African music are, are intersecting, mm-hmm. and so because I was I was sort of digging through and creating, um, you know, an ethno jazz sort of catalog for the radio show, um, I was just re-listening to Ole Coltrane a lot and just you know remembering how much I love it. It's really it's definitely one of my favorite of his records. So good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to throw that one back on. I've been listening to the to Live at Birdland a lot recently for some reason. I don't know why. It's been a go-to. I, love, I mean, that's a... Yeah. I love the, like, uh, the super long I want to talk I want to talk about you where he just he just starts going off. Imagine seeing seeing him live. What that no, would com- like. Completely blow my mind. I mean, we just... Just when I, you know, I went to Birdland in New York um, the first time, just just to, you know, I don't even remember who I went to go see. I just went there to just like be at a place that Coltrane had played, you know. Um, but I actually, I actually think Live at Birdland is one of his best records. Like if I had, if I was like forced to like pick a top five Coltrane records, mm-hmm. I'm certain Live at Birdland would be on there. 
Um, you know, his version of Mongo Santa Maria's Afro Blue is just yeah. unbelievable. And then Alabama is so beautiful and, and unfortunately still very, you know, socially prescient. Yeah. So that's just a great record. Speaking of of the of Afro Blue, that the album it was like the the import and it goes under a bunch of different names. It's the Euro, the Europe concerts. Uh, there's the one Afro Blue Impressions. Uh, yeah. It's called that is that is spectacular the the version of naima that they do where they've kind of deconstructed it and and put this weird kind of new beat behind it and uh there's just so much good stuff that lonnie's lament that is that's a great compilation of stuff i know exactly what you're talking about i i have afro-brew impressions and i love that version of naima that's my hands down favorite version of naima after Brazil? I'm not sure. Um, I, I think probably I'm going to focus on uh, African desert blues mm-hmm. and focus on the, the Sahel region of Africa, which um, the Sahel region runs through Mali, Niger, Mauritania, Chad. Mali, Niger, Mauritania, Chad. And... Um, and another country that I can't remember right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, really, so much of the African desert blues music comes out of Mali, Niger, and Mauritania. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, almost almost all of it, really. I mean, at least the stuff that we know and are familiar with in the West. Of course, Ali Farkatoure is from yeah. Mali. Um, and there's a great label, actually, based in Portland called Sahel Sounds. And like Imdu Mokhtar and Lefide Legadad are, are all on that, that label. They're from Niger. Bambino's from Niger. Um, artists like, you know, Dini Minhaba and, and her daughter Norman Somali are from Mauritania. So that that's probably where I'll go next is sort of that particular section of West Africa that they call the Sahel. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell everybody to listen to your show. I'm gonna listen to your show. We gotta cross pollinate as much as as much as possible. I'm so glad you're part of uh, 
of the Radio Free Brooklyn family. Thanks so much for doing this. And I will be tuning in to Radio Atlas. To Audio Atlas. <laughs> to Audio Atlas. And I will be tuning in to Audio Atlas. <laughs> or you can, you can call it Audio Atlas Radio, I suppose. You know. Yeah. No, uh, Audio Atlas is great. All right, buddy. All right, John. Thanks, man. Yeah. Take care. Okay. Bye. Peace. People say the best place in Western North Carolina to get a muffler, a transmission, a timing belt, or a suspension replaces Johnny's. Why? Because at Johnny's Automotive, they do the job right and check it. That's Johnny's way. Come down to Johnny's on the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek and get your vehicle fixed right the first time. like clockwork thank you as all to johnny from johnny's automotive they do the job right and check it that's johnny's way it's time for what in the crap what in the crap what in the crap so since we talked last you know that's the whole story arc of republicans pretending things don't exist and then until they hit him smack in the face like COVID with omelet bar these guys pretend that systematic racism doesn't exist or climate change you know it's um it's sick and sad equal parts as Tom Sharpling said but it's it's uh it's killing us man these these people and it's and it's complicated which which I'll get into and who do you want to win who's gonna win but there are some there are some deplorables out there we had wall of lies uh, here in Brooklyn which was um, cataloging like a mural cataloging omelet bars 20,000 lies that he's told in office as verified by the Washington Post and some numb nuts came and defaced it with Trump's own words um, it was sick but we left it up to, to because it kind of became a international story we were in the daily news and the new york post of course the new york post had really great coverage of it um not biased at all fair and balanced but we've got a new wall of lies also set up thanks to all the support we did a gofundme and people really came through we've got a new wall of lies it's in soho the new wall will be twice as big 100 feet wide by 10 feet tall and it's opening today from noon to five go right out there after this with a special performance by kosha dills at 2 p.m it's on the northwest corner of lafayette and grand street in manhattan i know where that is so uh check it out oh and as long as we're doing what in the crap diane feinstein what in the crap come on hugging Lindsey Graham saying it was, it was great and um, you know shout out to uh, ACB she just seems like the best I can't wait to have her be a Supreme Court justice for the rest of my life 
It's awesome. Well, I guess she wouldn't be for the rest of my life because she's older than me, unless I die young. God forbid. It's time for Who Do You Want to Win? Who's Gonna Win? Who do you want to win? And who... Gonna win! So guys, out of abundance of caution, please vote. Okay? It's gonna be a, a crazy... Crazy, crazy, crazy. And we're going to do a, a season finale next week just to up, just to reflect the tension of how we're all waiting. Waiting so long. Right? But real quickly, I there was this podcast, The Daily. I've talked about The Daily with a friend of the show, Michael Barbaro. Hmm. But they, they've been doing these, like, scenes from the country as, as people get ready to vote and they went to Pennsylvania the basket of deplorables area where these people are uh, became Trump supporters and stuff and they do a really good job this was like from a couple Fridays ago they did a really good job kind of um, portraying how these people they were like coal miners and stuff and and Union Democrats, and then they just felt like the the Democrats ab- abandoned them. They were no longer the party of the working class. And um, Almabar came along, and and uh, he really spoke to their resentment and desire for a change. And then it also shows how these people, a lot of them, just kind of went full racist so it's both things i've been having a ongoing discussion about this with some friends and family economic anxiety versus racism as an explanation for what's going on with the working class omelet bar supporter but it just to me listening to this it just became so obvious that if you could get these same folks that became disillusioned if you could get them Medicare for all and a Green New Deal that offered like true long lasting well paying government jobs forget that they would be helping our, our fight against climate just as far as the security, those people would think they would be, I think the racism would would start tamping itself down a little bit. And some of these folks would come back into the fold. And you know, if if Biden wins, there's going to be this shift, automatic shift where Republicans are going to start talking about the deficit once again. It's going to be all deficit all the time, although they haven't spoken a word about it for the past four years. But I was listening to this other podcast on why is this happening about um, Keynes, Big Daddy Keynes, John Maynard Keynes. And... um, 
it's a great interview, but the thing I took away from that is that government spending, even deficit spending, it helps everyone. It's okay to to uh, to to spend money you don't have because money is an abstraction. You can't run out of it. What you run out of is resources. And you see that how during the 2008 collapse, like the countries that dealt with the best were the ones who did deficit spending. Austerity's for, for bums. And I think that the Republicans know that, but they don't do it because they know that if, if they created, if they let programs like Medicare for All or the Green New Deal be created, they would have zero gra- grasp on power from then on out. So I believe it's it's uh it's cynical and it's actually they're they're hurting the country on purpose. Whatever you want to call that. Treason or just being a douche. And that is the political checkup. I'll talk to you guys next week. It's good to be back. We got a big show next week. We got a season finale. At least we're going to talk to Amy. We're going to I'm going to try to talk to to Brian and Mark, my one of the the long last Domena and my brother-in-law about golf, and they're going to try to convince me to like golf. And we're going to get ready for November third. Let's let Cracklin Woe play us out with "Eye on the Sky" from their album "Tucked Away." Talk to Amy next week, and I will see you next week.
See any more to know that 